0: Welcome to the Girl Dad Show, Show, a professional parenting podcast. Each month I interview entrepreneurs, leaders, and professionals who are balancing parenthood, life, and profession in the hopes to learn what it takes to be an amazing professional parent. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Girl Dad Talk. Uh, We're going to change it up a little bit in season two, and I'm going to be spending a little bit more time uh, talking to you directly about my journey as a working parent and professional parent. And um, I think it'd be great to start off with um, kind of my journey in history and tell you a little bit about my background. But I think we'll do that over time, and we'll be able to talk about that um, in different stories and instances as it comes along. Uh, But I do think it'd be really great to give you guys some context on what prompted even this podcast and why I even started it, Um, because it kind of all goes back to me moving to Austin. Uh, I'm a Bay Area native. I've lived in the Bay Area my entire life. I was born in Oakland Hospital and um, moved around quite a bit um, as an adult there and lived in almost every major city you can think of. and it's been a terrific uh experience and everything has been wonderful and I, I really truly do love the bay area it's like uh something that i really branded myself with and i felt like i was a part of and i feel like uh if i could embody a place it would be the bay area and it was a really really big move for me to move to austin uh two years ago and um I just want to talk through kind of the situation that I was in and what happened and why I moved here because that really was the catalyst for so much that I'm doing right now and why I'm building so much. And so this episode is going to be really around uh the genesis of a lot of this career change and parenting mentality change and all of the all of the stuff that I talk about in this podcast and, and kind of the impetus for this podcast. So about two two years ago, um, you know, right before the pandemic started, I was going through what I call, you know, kind of like a crisis of sorts. I was um, struggling really bad with figuring out what I wanted to do next, um, what made me happy, and um, just coming out of a lot of interesting experiences in the tech world and, and in the startup world and struggling with understanding why I was starting to get this kind of sense of like sadness and low energy and unmotivated and all the negative things that you can think of. And uh, it was getting worse and worse and worse every day. Like a slow level of like weight was being put um, every day on top of me, on top of me, on top of me. And it wasn't necessarily the stress or the workload. It was just more kind of like a deeper thing. I just was feeling unsettled. And um, I talked to my wife about it, and we decided that I was going to take some time off. And um, that was kind of a big deal and a big decision because, unlike um, most people in the Bay Area, we decided to have a single. Uh, income family. So one of us could stay home and raise the kids. And we decided that Amy was going to do that. And um, it's been really, really challenging to do that in the Bay Area because it's so expensive. And so we um, made it work and we tightened our belt a little bit and we plugged away and uh, made that happen. But to not work for a few months was really a big deal because then we'd have to go into savings and et cetera. You You get the gist. And I'm kind of painting the picture of what a big decision this was. Um, so we went ahead and did that and I started to just meet with people and do a ton of reading and listening to podcasts and, uh, really researching, you know, what people do, how people figure themselves out and why people work and just everything. I don't even know what I was doing, but I read like chicken soup for the soul. (laughs) I went, I went, I went there, right. I just read everything that I could and started to really try to figure out what was like going on and what I wanted to do next. And. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I realized out of that, you know, process, it took me about, you know, two or three months to come to this conclusion, but what it really came from that process was that I realized I really wanted to spend more time with my kids. That's kind of the outcome, and um, I really wanted to... um, be there when they needed me and I also wanted to continue to be there when they needed me and, and really starting to like understand the outcomes that I wanted that were not really a sustainable working at a tech startup, which is kind of predominantly where I've been my entire life or building a business and it's not good or bad. It's just, um, um something happened to me where I think I turned like 40 years old and my entire value prop started to change. And I, I didn't realize how to come to grips with that. And I think having two young girls, um, you know, coming to a point, I, there's just a lot of things that have happened, right? That I think it's having kids, it's, it's getting older, it's uh, just a lot of stuff happening all at the same time. I, my values of what I what I cared about started to change. I started to care a lot less about you know title and and company logos and and equity options and and stuff like that, and I started to value time more and What I think I was wrestling with was the fact that what I cared about was changing, and i didn 't know how to adapt my lifestyle from that uh, or at least recognize it and so this process of taking time off to think and really meet people and 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 marinate and debrief has been really a huge blessing because taking that time, I was able to really understand that um, i was evolving and changing and not just like oh yeah i'm gonna get a haircut or i'm gonna try a new job or a new industry it's like no at the core of me what i actually cared about was actually changing and so i was i was able to like start figuring out how to address that and that led me to you know talking to a bunch of consultants and really successful ones and um um Learning more about what that looked like, you know, and I was starting to figure out that I, I felt that I had enough experiences that I could be able to do this and and, and consult and coach other people um, maybe earlier on or, you know, um, that, that needed my experience or expertise and um, then be able to control my time more and really be able to do a couple of things. One is figure out when I wanted to work and then two, who I wanted to work with. And then three, also be able to control when I got to spend time with my kids and um, be there for them when they needed me. So those were a lot of the main barometers. Obviously, there's a lot of little things that that also sprinkle around that, but those are the main things that I wanted to really figure out how to design for myself. Um, obviously, you need money to live, and you need to eat, and you know, and house yourself, and all those good things. So money was definitely a part of that as well. But um, I felt that consulting could bridge that gap, and so. I started this process of building this business uh, for Every Young Agency, and um, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but I did not know that it was something I wanted to try, and I had to try to see if I could make work. And um, I launched uh, February twenty eighth of twenty twenty, and then I think like a week later, um, San Francisco, you know, initiated a mandatory lockdown. And uh the you know, the COVID pandemic hit and San Francisco kind of went into this uh crazy lockdown. And um my wife my wife and I were freaking out. We were just like, uh, this is probably not the best time to start a business. And you know, there were many conversations of us going maybe we should just go back and get a job. And uh, she was like, go get a job, go get a job. Um, and, you know, and I agreed with her, it was a very precarious situation to be in, you know, starting a brand new business that we've, you know, didn't know would be successful or not that we had no history of doing uh, and and going for it. And And then obviously, this unknown pandemic and the situation happening right before our eyes. And, you know, people just like worried about their income and money and getting laid off and all of these different things, right? Um, But long story short, I I basically had this thought that I said, well, worst case scenario, I um, fail. I fail this business trying to balance my time, you know, for the kids and when I work and who I work with. And I have to go get a job because we need money, you know, and so I'll go and go get a job. Uh, Best case scenario is I can make this work and we basically get what we want. Uh, and then if that doesn't work, like I said, the worst case scenario is like, go get a job. And it, it's not like I felt at the, the time, I was very blessed in that I felt that I had a good enough network that I could go get a job pretty easily. Um, and that's one of the biggest blessings that I tell myself uh, and my wife is that we're very, very fortunate in that, you know, our worst case scenario is still really good. Uh, because of the fact that we are from the tech space and tech industry, we can basically have a pretty good living, uh, worst case scenario. And so, I I felt like this weird need to like you know to basically uh be grateful for my blessing and and, and my ability to say that and taking a take a chance on building something more for myself and my family. And so we went ahead and kept kept pushing forward. Uh, but what we did was we started to look at how we could lower our costs because I was just struggling finding business. I didn't know how to sell myself. And although I've built a bunch of other startups and businesses before, uh, consulting is very different. It's um, in my mind, it's very different. It's like you're not really selling a product or an idea or a service. You're you're literally selling yourself. And there's something very different about it. And it was very hard for me. And it took me a really long time to figure it out. And so we went. We went for a few months with very little income and minimal amount of projects, and I really wanted to try. And so the pandemic was really great timing. We were already locked down. Um, we were trying to save money, and so we we made this crazy decision to um, move to another part of the country that was lower cost. Um, I had researched a couple of places that had a lot of tech um, tech. A burgeoning tech ecosystems and a lot of venture capital is going there because I, I just assumed that as the pandemic would release, I wanted to be in an area that had more startups and tech because that's kind of what I know, and I just assumed that that's where most of my business would come from, and so I told my wife, you know, I did a market s- study and I found, you know, Des Moines, Iowa, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Denver, Colorado, and uh, Austin, Texas. And oh, actually, I don't think I told her Denver, Colorado, actually, because she may have picked that. But um, she basically said, we're not, she doesn't even need to see the market research. We're not doing um, Des Moines, Iowa, or um, Atlanta, Georgia. So it ended up just being Austin, Texas by by default. But she was crazy enough to uh, go down this road with me and really figure it out. And I think the biggest thing I told her was, we don't have to make this into a personal, like lifelong decision. This could be a temporary decision, right? So let's go move for a few years and be very objective about it. This is something that could really help me and our family figure out a way of like navigating our life uh, in a way that gives us like the cushion we need to afford um, this test, this risk. And so if we hate it, you know, we'll take the same amount of money or equity or whatever we've built up and just bring it back. To California after three to five years. But at least in the meantime, we would save X amount of money, which is what I calculated that we would save by the geo discrepancy. And um, we moved and um, we moved over to Austin, Texas. And um, life has changed so drastically since we moved here. Uh, Everything is different. Everything is completely um, changed for us both professionally, personally. Emotionally and mentally, and and there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad, but I will say that professionally, it's been incredible for us. We've been able to grow um, astronomically uh, over the last two years in our in our in our um, finances and professional development, our skills and all of those things. And so um, I'm so so grateful that uh, Amy was um, so supportive and willing to take this risk with me and understanding like how we could try to marry the two components of being a good dad and being a good, uh, professional together, you know, that also allowed for her to be a great mom and, um, you know, keep embarking on this career as a stay at home mom, because it's a tough job. And, um, we just kept adding more things to this, to the puzzle, right. That we wanted to navigate in our life. And I'm so grateful that Amy was able to see, you know, the, the trees, um, see the forest from the trees because, um, If she didn't, I don't know if we'd be here, and I don't know if we'd be here um, kind of looking down a really interesting path and a really interesting... place that we're in. And I, I do love it here. And I, I can't ever imagine leaving. <laughs> I, I basically love it here in Texas. And it's going to be something that it's going to be very, very hard for me to ever leave because it just provides us with so much opportunity and happiness, both as a family um, and friendships and people, but also in finances and opportunities and professional growth. Um, and it does come with this bat. And I'll talk to you guys about that a little bit, but I just wanted to share with you briefly, the journey that we took to come here. Because I think that that journey is really the catalyst for why I started to develop so many new ideas in so many new businesses and why I'm building so much here. And um, the mindset shift that I went through to um, get to this point that I want to talk to you guys about. Um, But long story short, that's the journey that I took to get here. It was a lot of risk, a lot of unknown, a lot of like fog of war stuff, right. Where you're like, I think that's the general direction, but I don't exactly know what terrain looks like. And um just super grateful for my family and uh, both my, 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 my extended family, as well as my immediate family, because it's a big move, you know, to move away from the family unit and the network. And also to my friends, you know, that, you know, that we're, you know, physically close to me, and you know, supportive, and all of these things, and we've been able to make this move here with no real friends or family. And although we did find out there were a lot of friends that were already here, um, it has been a really fun journey making new friends and uh, kind of relocating ourselves um, for the first time in our lives. Because both Amy and I are born and raised in the Bay Area, so that's all we really knew and still really only know because we were only scratching the surface of what Texas is like. But um, that's the that's the story of why we moved here and i thought it would be really important to share that with you so it makes a little more sense and you guys have some context on you know all the things that have happened and so moving on to the part that i want to talk to you about today it's really around like why i want to start doing this in season 2 so season 2 for me is really i think uh, you know a a adaptation or 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 of evolution of what I started to do in season one and season one is really just me trying to research and learn what I wanted to uh, find out about. I had this desire to be a better parent. And for me being a better parent meant spending more time and controlling that time and, and, you know, being a consultant, you know, suffice that. And then as I got here, I started to see more opportunities to, to grow myself professionally, uh, mentally and emotionally. Um, and also just financially. And I started to realize that I I was very engaged in it. And it was very fun for me. And I I just like felt this like passion come back out. Um, And I, I just questioned like, why I couldn't do both? Like, why couldn't I just, like, have both of those worlds? And that led me on this whole other tear of like, just, you know, researching, you know, people that did both you know i started researching very very successful people that were also parents and understanding how they navigated the success of their careers while they navigated the success of their parenting and just starting to learn about what they thought about it and how they did it and um, that research over the last year has been amazing for me i've learned a ton I've learned so much about parenting and, and um, not necessarily child psychology. We, I mean, if you've seen an episode, you, you get that we don't really get into the mechanics of like child development or anything like that. It's really just about the parent. And um, um, but I've learned a lot about, you know, like how parents think about parenting and how professionals think about parenting and, and the wide variety of it, how and everyone does it differently um, and, and, and how no one really has it figured out. And uh, all you're doing is kind of like living by your core tenets and values and just projecting forward and um, doing a combination of nature and nurture, right? And there's a lot of stuff. And I think everyone is also learning. Everyone is also trying to figure it out as they go. But the biggest thing that I've realized is that I actually have um, been building a lot on the side as well, too. And I don't think it shows um, the things that I'm doing and the changes that I'm making and the intentionality that I'm taking to be a better parent as well as being a better uh, professional. And and I thought it would be really great in season two to show some of those stories as well so you can see um, what I'm doing in addition to what I'm learning from other entrepreneurs, leaders, and uh, professionals. So that's basically um, what I want to start season two as and just kind of tell you a little bit more about me and my background and why I moved to Austin, Texas from the Bay Area. And um, I look forward to continuing these conversations with you and sharing with you uh, some of the stuff that I'm building, and um, I don't even know where to start. But I'll I'll start by saying that over the last two years, I've started to build out a variety of businesses. So my consulting business is going really, really well, better than I've I could have ever imagined. I, I'm making more money than I've ever made in my life and um i've also started a real estate uh, investment company that buys um real estate and my goal is to get to 200 doors in five years which is a very aggressive goal but i'm hoping that i can get somewhere close to it and um i've also started a podcast this podcast that you're listening to right now and i'm looking at how i can optimize it and grow it and make it an actual self-sustaining and hopefully profitable business um, I've also started a pool service company, uh, helping uh, pool owners, you know, maintain and manage their backyards and pools. Um, I've been involved in a lot of different service businesses through my consulting work and building out a new business that uh, that really helps uh, service and small businesses operationalize. I'm in the process of investing in two new service businesses, uh, co-owning them and starting them up. I'm looking at doing an ice cream shop later this year, possibly next year. Um, I also have, um, formalized, uh, angel investing. And so now I do, um, I set up an LLC last week, which is awesome. And I will actually more, um, more formally start investing in, in, in startups. In addition to service businesses and real estate, there are, gosh, I want to say at least seven or eight businesses that I'm currently building or operating two or three of them that I'm dissolving because they failed. And then uh, two or three that I have in queue that I'm going to start very soon here. But the idea behind it, why I'm doing this, how I'm doing this, is really what I want to talk to you about because I think that there is a lot of like interesting things that you can you can you can glean from it. But also uh, support me and help me and and ask me questions and let me know if you could you could support me in my in my goals. But also talk to um, me about how you guys navigate this stuff with parenting and building because what I'm realizing is that. I think it's all possible, like everything that I thought was impossible is now becoming possible. And, and I feel that um, you can do both things really, really well. And I'd love to talk to you about my journey in doing that, being a good dad, you know, and what good dad means to me and and how much time I spend with my kids and when I spend it and why. And um, also the businesses that I'm building and why I'm building it and all of those things. So I, I started to, um, um, illustrate those businesses. And I don't know why I did that in this episode, but, uh, I just thought that it'd be really interesting for you to understand and I'll be better prepared and list them all out. So you guys can see all the things that I'm building and why, and we'll go into each one in detail. And then I think the biggest thing is just understanding the main goal for me and all of this, this growth and talking to you about kind of like my personal stuff is, is, is very, very, um, weird for me. It's a very vulnerable thing. But I think that um, I have heard from friends and family that it's really cool. It's really cool. And and, and they wish that I had documented it. And I shared it because I think that anybody can do it. I'm not I'm not um, anything special or smarter or anything like that. I went to San Jose State and I barely graduated. Um, and I think that if you just change your mindset, it can do a lot of different things for you professionally, but also allow you to like have this really good balance. And so I'm hoping that in my own little way, if I, if I get like five people to listen and, and understand and I help them on their journey, I think it's worth it. So I'm going to start interweaving my personal journey in my professional career with my normal interviewing cadence. And uh, I'm excited to uh, embark on this season two with you and see how it goes. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to another episode of The Girl Dad Show. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please take a moment to give us a review on your podcast service. These reviews help us grow a lot more than you know.